Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 23. Today is July 1st, 2019, and Kevin, unfortunately, we can't give Alex Bowman crap anymore. It's over. Alex Bowman finally got the monkey off his chest. Oh, monkey off his chest. That actually sounds disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather not have the monkey on my back or my chest, but either way, Bowman is a winner, and I mean, Keselowski called it uh, one of the biggest hot takes of the season. Keselowski saying Alex Bowman will win a race. I mean, he was super close to Kansas, and (laughs) Chicagoland drives so much like Kansas with this rules package. It's very funny to think that both tracks look exactly the same. It's like, wow, I can't believe none of us picked Alex Poman last year. Yeah, we probably weren't the smartest there. Hey, at least I had had him and Kozlowski on my DraftKings lineup. We we played ourselves on that one. We absolutely played ourselves. I'm joined, always as always, by my uh, fellow partner in crime, Kevin Costello. Kevin. Yeah, hey. Uh, Alex, Alex can't make it this week. Uh, he's going down to Daytona tomorrow, so he's very busy today. That's um, a quick you know, turnaround. Exactly, they are moving so quickly. It's, I have to assume it's because the race is on Friday. Yeah, and probably they have to do more with like sponsors and whatnot, just because it's Daytona. Yeah, Florida watermelon and all that. I totally yeah. understand. I mean, Ross is in Florida right now, so everyone's coming back down to our home state, which is dope. Um, you know, maybe I might just take the drive up to Daytona and see if I can uh, accidentally run into some people accidentally in quotations. Um, mm-hmm. But what a, what a Sunday. This I think this is the first Sunday since the Daytona 500. I was not disappointed by the racing from one of the series. Although I didn't yeah. get to see the Watkins Glen race with the um, <laughs> the WeatherTech series. So I have no oh, idea true. what happened there. Like I. So my morning started with me waking up checking the Twitter feed and it looked like Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc was going to win the F1 race. Oh, yeah. And Alex was like, shoot for something or not Alex. Sorry. Uh, Anthony was like, yeah, Alex was absolutely not watching. the Formula <laughs> no. race. Um, Anthony was like, okay, this the first half and slows. And I was like, all right, I'll turn it on. And I saw he made a, not a dive bomb move, but like he had position one for it. And then yeah, he had the position on two different laps. But then we were a little bit in shock for the next three hours because we didn't know 
what the ruling was going to be because F1 was like, yeah, we had a really good race. Let's let's give some more suspense on it. Yeah, F1 just couldn't go one weekend without some controversy yeah. happening. It's almost as if they, they just couldn't handle it without, they couldn't handle a good race without it. They made us wait like three to four hours before making the call. And a lot of people are extremely upset with Formula One because they're like, this is an inconsistent call as to, I'm just trying to figure out where the inconsistency is. If they're talking about 2016, you can look at those moves between Hamilton and uh, Rosberg and this move. They are two very different moves. And I think they're very consistent they're, in that they like to screw over Ferrari this year. Because Yes, I think that is Ferrari <laughs> fans most clamoring, and I get it. Ferrari because, has like, been fucked over twice, it, well, depending on how you look at it. No, they have, like, okay, so I think this one, I think both, like, this and Canada should have been nothing, like, no call. Absolutely. So that's where I think the inconsistency is. Um, I think this one would, I would have been a lot more mad about if they called, because that's literally, like, a racing move and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're inconsistent in that way, but, like, at the end of the day, F1 needs something. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, this is a good boost the momentum for him absolutely i think what they were anticipating is that for stopping would have just like you know been able to close the door going into the corner instead of actually having two drivers side by side in the turn which i guess is unheard of in formula one so yeah, you're not allowed to race you know, you're not allowed to they touched wheels twice and someone saying like oh it looked like verstappen was trying to move his his steering wheel to the left it's like i don't see that like he was turning he wasn't even looking at charles leclerc he was trying to hit the apex which he missed the apex and you know i can kind of understand that your adrenaline's pumping you're 21 years old you're about to you know go for one of the biggest comebacks in formula one this year the biggest comeback in formula oh yeah pretty much and i mean you know shouts out max for you know keeping his cool and keeping his composure charles you know i feel for the guy he is like bowman like he is going to win a race at some point first of all you're in ferrari you are going to win a race (laughs) at some point you are going to run away with it it's just this was Verstappen just went next level. He put a 107 down on like lap 53 on old crazy. hard tires. That is unreal. And, and the crazy thing is, like, Austria is about like straight line speed. And somehow the Red Bull car was faster in a straight line than than the Ferrari. I mean, obviously the the, the Red Bull has such better like cornering, but for for stopping to come back the way he did, like that was just unreal. He he had such a terrible start too. I don't know. You didn't get to see the start, did you? I saw a replay, and yeah, he like what missed to it. The anti clutch just or... got the the anti um stall is the anti stall got um okay. stuck on it. I we just went straight into Formula One shit. Yeah, well, I, whatever. I, I like going I mean, it was, honestly like both races were great, but I mean the Formula One race is just kind of like. It made my day. Like, you know, outside of the FIA almost fucking everything up, like, it made my day. And, um, yeah, the anti, um, the anti, what was I just said? The, uh, anti stall just kind of kicked in all of a sudden and he just didn't get going. And by the time he got going, he was in seventh place already. Like, he was passed by Kimi Raikkonen and, uh, Lando Norris, which shouts out Lando Norris. I mean, oh my God. (laughs) Sixth place in the McLaren? Are you joking? (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah you couldn't even you you're at a loss for words. you're almost choking I water when I talk, talk yeah <laughs> oh my goodness i mean and also shouts out i believe it uh what's his teammate uh is it sergio perez or is it um signs it's carlos signs okay well shouts out carlos signs i mean oh my 
Yeah, Didn't Carlos he start, Sainz, like last or something. Um, he, all the did, way to... he started 19th, but it wasn't even that. He made a late pit stop. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he did that around like lap. I want to say like in the 40s or 50s, and he was all the way down in like 15th and just drove through the field. I mean, like you know, no, no one. I mean, it's kind of hard to get past the Renaults. They they always make a mess of everything, <laughs> but like. And anytime you have to be racing anywhere near Lance Stroll is always a challenge. Um, but I mean, shouts out the the McLaren team. They both got respectively uh eight, like twelve points total, which I mean that's huge for McLaren. They have as many for any team outside the the big three. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right now they're both better than Pierre Gasly, which is unbelievable. <laughs> Where did Gasly finish? Uh, in between them both in seventh. Okay. Yeah. But she started in eighth, so I mean, I guess it's improvement. <laughs> I feel like if you get laughed by your teammate who ends up winning the race at the home Grand Prix, that's not a very good Yeah, I was, I was happy that Pierre Gasly did not cause any trouble, like just got out of the way and let them race. But yeah. like, geez Louise, Pierre Gasly needs to like get his shit together. And I remember talking to Pont earlier in the year about like Alexander Albon. He hasn't shown up since we talked about him, honestly. Like Albon yeah, I know off a cliff. Yeah. So right now, Red Bull is just kind of like, well, Lando Norris, what you up to? <laughs> I mean, I would. Uh, Lando is just he. That was first of all, his qualifying attempt was brilliant, and be to be able to hold off some of it, like he fought back against Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel multiple times. Crazy, unreal. And also, I don't know what Ferrari was doing with Sebastian Vettel pitting a second time. It was very weird. He pitted late in the race lost position to Lewis Hamilton only to catch him again, which I don't know if he was just trying to prove like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's a bum. Check this shit out. Like maybe they were going for that fastest lap bonus. That's probably what it was. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, that one extra point can really help you not be in fourth in points anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel and like I think... at this point, we basically know the championship. No, we know who's going to win the championship, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you never know for stopping go on a crazy run right now. I guess. I mean, this like Mercedes is saying that the long straights, like those tracks do not suit them for whatever reason. Like they're so good in the corners and whatnot. So I don't mm-hmm. know where they. You said Silverstone next, right? Yeah, I believe it's Silverstone. Yeah, I that's a very corner heavy track. So oh, good, I, another race for Verstappen. I assume, and it's his home Grand Prix too. So I assume Hamilton will get back to form. <laughs> Poor Charles Leclerc. He's led the second most laps this season. Has no wins to show for it. Wow, like, that's okay, rough. I did not know. He's like more than Botas. Yeah, he has 118 led. Botas is third with 87, then uh, Vettel with 73, and then Max Verstappen has only led six laps this year and has a win. Love it. That's I'm, that's actually hard to believe because Botas he won or he led every lap in Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, and then he hasn't really led much since. I think he led at. Well, I thought he I thought he led all of Baku too. No, he definitely did not lead all of Baku. Like he probably like I. He definitely did not lead at all, but Baku, he led. Thirty-one laps. Okay. That can't. That, is that all of Baku? Thirty-one laps. Definitely. No, that's there's. It's definitely a line. I think the shortest is uh Spa, and I think that's like forty something. Yeah. Okay. Well, also guess because that's a ridiculously long course. Like I, people don't realize how how long that course is. Honestly. That one's the only thing I know about Spa is that like the first turn produces a massive crash every five years, and that the like cool turn Uru, Uru I, whatever. I love that corner, like where That's all coming I know about up the, track, the hill, like on that little like uh, just I call it like a snake 
Yeah. Like, it just is so nice. And no, it's, it's also a, super it's dangerous. That, I don't know who it was. Um, well, IndyCar driver broke his leg on that corner oh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, he wasn't driving an Indy. He was driving like, the GTs. Okay. I'd pay to yeah. see a stock car go through that at full speed. Oh, man. Dude, just, uh, it's it's actually very complicated it, uh, from iRacing and Forza. Not it's not very it's not straight. You can't go like full speed through it, and like you're you're shifting from third to fourth on it. So it's like the car is going uphill shifting. It's tough. That's weird. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, I think that we pretty much nailed F1. Then so honestly, a great race. I, I'm hoping that you know they can at least have one more good race for the rest of the year. But that would just you know get my hopes we'll up see. again. <laughs> I don't know if we can uncancel uh Formula One just yet. I'm not if it if it would have been like straight up no um no three hour wait time to see if it was gonna be a penalty or yeah, not. It would have been like been... maybe I'll watch Silverstone, but I still think they got some stuff to work out. So until then it... and like Oh wow. It's definitely nice that after the first lap you didn't know who was gonna win the race being a Mercedes. Yeah, but that's always nice. You know. I guess uh I mean I, I was Honestly, thinking Mercedes was going to win every single race this year. So yeah, now Lewis Hamilton can't win eighteen races this year. Do we even continue to watch Formula One now that he can't win eighteen races? Tough. Yeah, it's just yeah, it is Silverstone. I wish they would go back to Brands Hatch. I love Brands. I Hatch. hate Brands Hatch. Honestly, really, it's it's, it's, it's too narrow. It's too narrow actually for these. Like Gran Turismo Sport, that is like my least favorite track because there's oh, no really? flow to it at all. No, that's why I love it. I'm able to I hate it. decimate people. That I love the low tracks. Oh, there's know. there's like three corners on that track where I am just nailing the apex every time. And it's like, it's coming right down the main stretch. It's it's wonderful, honestly. I, I like Brands Hatch better. Yeah, I feel like especially with Silverstone F1. has good flow and Silverstone is wider. Yeah. I just I don't like the um I don't like those first two uh hairpins. I don't I don't I, I can't flow those very well. <laughs> I feel like with F1 and the already lack of passing, a tight track like Brands Hatch with not a lot of... I don't even know if it could have a DRS zone in it. Um, it would be a very short DRS Yeah, zone so I don't know if that would be the greatest race. <laughs> ah, whatever. Get NASCAR and Brands Hatch, then. That would Let's be awesome. It. NASCAR can make any road <laughs> I'm, course. I'm about it. I mean... Sonoma, ma- apparently. Yeah. Major League Baseball was able to bring baseball over to... Uh, England, fuck the. Oh England. yeah, how was that? Um, I, saw you I don't want to talk about it. It was okay. absolutely the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, somehow the Red Sox scored a combined like twenty six runs in two games and lost both games. Like what? I hate, I hate baseball. I don't know. Like the first game was seventeen to thirteen. I didn't even watch the second one. Once the Yankees blew up the Red Sox bullpen, I was absolutely done with baseball for the week. Holy. So. Cr- Crap, that's yeah. crazy. Is it why? Why such the highest guard? Just teams retired from the pitchers floor. are atrocious. Pitchers were atrocious. P- pitchers on the Red Sox are atrocious. Okay. Um, they're playing on turf, so like singles turned into doubles because the ball was just screaming down the line. Okay. Um, and center field is three hundred eighty-five feet, and Aaron Judge is oh my god, <laughs> like Aaron Judge is six foot. Six foot eight. He's a fucking Neanderthal, and just I I don't know. Fuck baseball. That's like. <laughs> Playing because uh, I played Little League growing up, so it literally last... was like playing in a college World Series stadium. They might as well gave all the players a little like that. Games. That last year when um you're on the literal little or little or field, little or field, um like it's called majors before you get into juniors, which is when you get to the big field. But like majors, all the kids are like pretty big at that point. I'd say like mm-hmm. they're 13. already on steroids, exactly, and like 
You got, you got facial hair. You're like, like, I feel like it's like a 200 foot field and kids are hitting bombs at like <laughs> 300 and like there was a, yeah. we had a lake at the back of our field and like four times a game and balls would get hit yeah. in there. P- pitcher smoking a cigarette on the mound. You're just like, oh, this Literally. house is fair. I robbed. I robbed. Don Tre Willis is on the mound. I can't do anything about this. I robbed this kid of a home run once, and I felt so happy. Oh wow! I the the my peak of my baseball uh, career was um was uh what was it? Oh, I made a diving uh, catch to win the game one time. Oh, nice! I had to walk. It was like it was a bloop. It was it was a bloop to second base, and it was in between like. It was just like this little tiny pop up, but if it fell, we would have the game would have been tied, yeah. and I just dove and caught it, and the game ended. It was uh, it was pretty neat. And Red then Sox. I and then I, yeah, and then I destroyed my arm, and now I can never play baseball again. Huh. Um, <laughs> anyways, enough. Back to enough, Yeah, what what is this? A baseball <laughs> podcast? Get the fuck out of here. Um, so going on to NASCAR, we had a. I mean, the racing itself was intriguing after watching Xfinity and watching cars just blow by each other and having to yeah. watch this slow crawl. Somehow it worked. Somehow <laughs> I had a good time with it. Race of the year. I wouldn't call it race of the year. I wouldn't even call it close. Well, it was if, Bowman doesn't ca- if Bowman doesn't catch lap traffic, Bowman's not having to deal with Larson late in the race. See, I think, honestly, like, Menard slowed him down. But in the oh, end, yeah. if... Larson would have had just another whatever amount of laps to catch him. I think Bowman might have not had the opportunity to get back by him because Larson was coming mm-hmm. one way or another, even without lap traffic. Larson so was faster, don't get me wrong, but like I don't even think it was Menard. Menard one time did kind of fuck him, but like after the second time, like Bowman should be like, all right, I'm just going to go around him on the outside. Like, I don't know. That was like uh, an experience on Bowman's part, just kind of not. And I understand that's the nerves just kind of kicking in late race, you know. Yeah, it was like as good as Kansas, and then a new first-time winner with a yeah. intriguing battle at the end. Whereas, like that was just a restart uh, in Kansas. Yeah. And I love it. Like Bowman, all of a sudden gets passed by Larson. He's like, just something kicks in. He's like, no, I'm, I'm done yeah. for in second. <laughs> I blow his doors back off. He's that like, was that was the most Jimmy Johnson response I've ever heard. Like, yeah. second, like this man just all of a sudden everything clicked, and he just. He just blew the doors right off, Larson. He was like, yo, you want to take the inside from you? Sweet, I'm out of here. I was so like, conflicted oh, watching man. it because, like, obviously I'm a huge I know you fan, love Larson. I know it. Yeah. But I, like, I love first-time winners, and especially after what, uh, I mean, this season's only had six winners total, and then, like, plus NBC's return to have them have a good race and a good story yeah. going into Daytona is huge. So I was like, I am, I am perfectly satisfied with Alec Bowman winning. <laughs> yeah, I was very worried watching those two battle. Like, you know, Joey Logano's in third and it would be the most NASCAR thing ever. Oh, that was. I was totally expecting out. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, man, this would be the worst. This would be the worst finish ever if that happens. I might, I might stop watching NASCAR. For <laughs> there was days. a point where Logano got by uh, or he was like trying to pull a slide job on Larson. He might have even oh, gotten there by him at one point. <laughs> slide job! And then... Yeah. Um, I was like, I swear if Logano somehow blew balls this year with his finish. I like I like Logano, but I was like, there are so many other things that I want out of this finish besides Logano win. <laughs> so I was Yeah, absolutely no Logano, please. Yeah. I mean, looking at the top five, we got obviously Bowman winning, Larson second, Logano third, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, no one's really even talked much. 
fourth you know, place wow. finish. She started fourth, went up to first, and who knows if the rain hadn't come, maybe he would have. He had his had car looking car. great. He had his car looking great. And then Kozlowski um, had a solid, and Blaney had a freaking rocket ship, but he poor Blaney a, just <laughs> was it an uncontrolled tire he had or a loose um, wheel or something. It was a so it, um end of stage one there were just multiple people having tires. Okay, issues. so he was one of them. Harvick blew a tire. I, honestly, it, like Blaney was saying, I cut a tire. It, that looked like like I mean, but he didn't change tires on that pit stop actually because mm. I thought loose wheel. This is another typical Ryan Blaney loose wheel. Yeah. And I guess he just they were just pushing their car so hard. I mean, Boyer's tire exploded. Kyle yeah. Busch's tire exploded. But Bush already had damage on his um, vehicle, and we can talk about Kyle Bush in a minute. He had a fucking nightmare on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, how there were a lot of tire issues. I felt like at this track, but he he it's drove just... all the way from whatever one lap down, got lucky with the cautions, whatnot. But he for sixth. Yeah, no, Ryan Blaney. Crazy. If Ryan Blaney has no issues, we're probably talking about Ryan Blaney versus Bowman because Bowman also had a rocket ship. I don't think oh, anyone yeah. can deny that. And like Jimmy Johnson said, like there was no way I was catching him. William Byron had a fast car too, but he just completely mm-hmm. choked a restart, and that he never recovered from it. Yeah, I mean he's still like twenty one, so yeah, I mean, he's he's know, young. I'll but the up. last two weeks we have seen huge improvements, and now he's twelfth in points. So that's crazy. Like Will Will Byron went from like 18th to 12th in like two weeks, and Chad Canals is just like, I you want to go win Daytona? Yeah, I like how um, we all picked Stuart Haas as our sleepers and favorites and whatnot, and then not a single Stuart Haas car finished in the top 13. Yeah, that's a tough scene. <laughs> I really I don't understand how Stenhouse is able to outdrive them all. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> oh man, and shouts out Chase Elliott choking. Uh, almost had four Hendrick cars in the top 10. Almost. Uh, yeah, what happened? Because he, he had a rocket ship too. All of Hendrick, man. Yeah, great. Hendrick just Hendrick. I think has solved their mile and a half issues. If you ask me, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean they they were good at um, Texas. They were good at mm-hmm. uh, Kansas, Kansas. Now, yeah, and that's in a way bad for them because I don't think besides Kentucky in two weeks, there's another mile and a half race until the playoffs. No, there isn't. But that's also good for them because the playoffs are littered yeah. with mile and a half tracks. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, Daytona next weekend, that will probably be Hendrick four out of the top five qualifying. Um, and I mean, if they work together, I wouldn't be surprised if we see one of them in victory lane again. Uh, but I don't I forgot what happened to Chase. He had like an issue, I think, with one of his um tires. But uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, he was in that first stage. Like he was literally racing against uh, like Josh Bullock and Reed Sorensen. He was trash. I don't know what it was, but then they fixed it, and then but he, he almost won stage two. <laughs> so like, almost, yeah. I don't know. I think he must have had a is a bad restart or it's something with a tire because he he had a better car than eleventh. No, for sure. I mean, the finish yeah. doesn't doesn't actually show like what he was capable of. Exactly. Damn. Uh. Yeah, I forgot Michael McDowell finished third in the first stage because of that chaos on pit road. Yeah. So I think comparison to last year's Chicago Land, I'd say I enjoyed this race throughout more, but I will give obviously you're not going to beat the slide job finish. 
I mean, um, yeah, but hey, at least they had two good finishes in a row. I don't. Yeah, I always, I always stick stick with like a good finish does not mean that the race was good. And like I said, it just felt like they were going so much like slower on these moves compared to the Xfinity race, where it was like if someone's on the outside, he's gonna get a dumb run and get around you by three. And we saw that with Cole Custer over the weekend. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, this was still fun. I was still having a good time watching this play out because it was like. You have to really finish the pass. You can't just, like, expect your car to be faster. You have to block. You have to, like, you know, and having a spotter like TJ Majors, obviously, like, having a good spotter really makes the difference at at these races now, and especially on restarts. That's another thing. Like, restarts look so hectic from, like, the helicopter, and I think it's because, like, the cars are slower. No one's wrecking anymore. Like, there have been such a lack of cautions this season, especially at mile and a half tracks. If I mean, obviously Daytona and Talladega. Are besides, the besides the coaster cutter. But, okay, besides the yeah. coaster cutter, but you know, I mean, other than that, like it, it feels like there's been a lack of cautions. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yesterday, besides the stages, uh, Harvick hit the wall, mm-hmm, which didn't um, require a caution. I think it. There was legit debris that I saw that fell out. I All think right. they were all well, quick with all it. Right, I would have waited. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, right, Boyer, no, it's fine, I understand. Boyer, Boyer deserved a caution. <laughs> um, which I will say, that, like, the people that hate competition cautions, that's literally what happened to the field, is it was a green racetrack, they didn't know what the tire was going to do, and then it blew. Yeah, I'm sure that... Everyone's uh, like, oh, it was good, your fault. It's like, no. I'm sure no, it's good, you're not a great tire, stupid. it's just when it's a green racetrack and there's no competition caution, which I didn't think they needed one, per se, but, like, on a green racetrack, the tire is warm, or... Mm-hmm. wear out so much quicker yeah so, but that was fun to watch i mean you know, oh, it was. it's only fun it's only fun when our drivers don't get involved. exactly i was like oh who's who's gonna blow a tire this left and i mean yeah it made it made for an exciting factor there. hey michael mcdowell got third place in stage one exactly yeah he got some stage points and that'll help him get closer to the chase obviously yeah ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I understand competition cautions. I don't really have a problem with competition cautions. I mean, restarts are fun. Like, what am I? What do you want me to say? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then like, yeah, the last thing I wrote down was like uh, Kevin Harvick and Kyle, or yeah, Kyle Busch just having rough days. Like that was yeah. tough. Um, I just feel like Harvick every single week is how ha- just has a top five car, and like if something doesn't happen to him, it's like, you know, we don't talk about him, but. It yeah. just feels like Harvick, when he has a car that can win the race, it's just, it all goes to shit. Harvick should have so many more wins in his career. Yep. Hey, let me say that. Kyle Busch should have so many less. Let me say, Eric Jones, another top 10 summer month, baby. Yeah, Here's yeah. It, it's, 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 I don't, I don't think it's like kind of a fluke anymore. This is starting to become a trend. It's time. Next week is Daytona. It's time. So, um, you want to touch on that Eric Jones news that we saw this week? Yeah, so I was listening to practice on saturday and apparently he told nbc that his 2020 plans like he knows what they are and a lot of people don't know what they are and aren't necessarily expecting it so i don't know what that means i don't like know what the majority of people are expecting like i feel like i think i know what it means i feel like the most likely thing is oh he's just going to be back in the 20 but i don't Mm -hmm. know what that means if that's what I'm expecting, then not expecting is that he'll go to like the 95 with full support or something. I think he's going to the 10 car in no. Formula One. 
Oh wait. <laughs> he's gonna. He's he's Pierre Gasly's. Okay, race. I was like, I don't know who does the turns. So. <laughs> yeah, I I I I tricked you there, didn't I? Now let me tell you, that would be a shock. Yeah, if Eric Jones is like, I I'm sick of NASCAR. This is stupid. I'm gonna go race in a sport where no one can pass me. It, it's like IndyCar in what the mid 2000s, where everyone was like, yeah, let's go to NASCAR. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I'd be down. I'm sure that Red Bull's like, yeah, no, Eric Jones, please, you're talented. Yeah, sure. Pierre Gasly, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Going back to the Kyle Busch thing. So the two races where he has had a finish outside the top ten were Chicago Land and Kansas, which you know that's not bad. <laughs> wow. Like, I wonder what the similarities are with those tracks. He's super consistent, but with his package, they're gonna drive so much like Homestead. And I know he's had yeah. like higher issues or hit the wall or whatever, but like that, I mean, already he's lost experience leading with whatnot at those tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so like come home said, assuming like what, there's one more Kansas race. I'm trying to think anything else that'll be similar to it. Maybe Darlington, Kentucky. Nah, Kentucky's more like Texas. Like, I, it's yeah. With the package, but like, because the turns are, so multi groove at um, mm-hmm. Kansas and Chicago and just like at home. So that's what I'm saying. There's somewhere like Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I was watching the race on Sunday and just thinking, wow, this is probably like home. This is kind of like homestead racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is good? Ain't got, ain't got no problem with it. I'm down <laughs> for it. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, right now, like, if Bowman can get to homestead, man. I, Bowman, Bowman just steals the championship. Dude, like, if you think about it, second and first on those two tracks, the only guy that's close to that that I can think of is Kozlowski with the first and the fifth. And I think Kozlowski's a lot more likely to get there just because of his track record and playoff points. But if Bowman can put a good summer month together, get a couple more wins, those playoff points, and have good rounds, if he gets the homestead, man. That's what they you. said about that's what they said about Kyle Larson. So we'll we'll Yeah, but we'll he doesn't see. get homestead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with Bowman. Bowman's got that win, and I feel like this might open the floodgates this season. Like now he's got confidence. <laughs> now he'll start going to tracks that he feels more comfortable with. He's got mile and a halves like coming up in chase. Dover's a good track for him for the most part. Um Phoenix is obviously where yeah. he got his start at. So it's like you know, Bowman could easily like, you know, like win some races with the the 88 this year and you know obviously he's not number one at 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 hendrick because like chase is their guy but i mean i wouldn't be surprised if hendrick just starts busting out good races right now oh yeah especially with daytona next weekend yeah all right uh xfinity wanna yeah, so I mean, I I had, I I like the racing over the weekend. I mean, they I got it. very spread out. It's just classic, you know, Chicago and Kansas type races where they get spread out, but they get racing. They they are fun to watch, and they go much faster around those corners. So it's we, we were very happy because we thought Michael Annette was going to steal a win. <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, I don't mind if Michael Annette steals a win. I like oh, the strategy, but Michael Annette is also Michael, Annette, so he's not going to probably win that race. Yeah, so. Uh, for those listening who didn't watch, Cole Custer dominated basically the entire race. Yeah, I think um, he led 150 laps. But out of or at the last uh, fuel window, most of everyone pitted except for Annette and I think Gregson. And yep. they needed a caution. And they were going to get screwed probably like a lap down, but caution came out and it's like, oh man, they're going to restart 1-2 here. They might actually hold off and then Custer just blows by him. Yeah, Custer uh, was like, yo, you mind if I just uh, win this race? He led 150. 
Cubs. Custer, like, Custer's the cup player, man. Beat Kyle Busch at Auto Club. Beat now, Joey Logano. Joey Logano led only 20 laps in like a really good looking 12 car. Like That was a nice looking car. Yeah, I just, you know, I, 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 Cole Custer is just continuously proved. Like, I don't even think that, that Christopher Bell is the best driver in Xfinity anymore. I think it honestly might just be Cole Custer. It's like, it's so close between him, um, Bell and Reddick. Like, it's, I think it, Custer is three of the most talented drivers we have ever after, seen. After what at the I, same time. Yeah, after what I saw out of um, Custer. At Chicago, I'd say he's a new championship favorite just because at home mm-hmm. it's so similar, and he's obviously been good there in the we, past. Yeah, um, Redick, I, I expected a little bit more out of him. I know, I think he got into the mm-hmm. wall at one point, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, he that... he didn't have terrible. I mean, a ninth place finish is a ninth place finish, regardless of like you know yeah. who's in the sport. He was running, but like he was technically tenth. He was technically tenth because Bell finished in third and got everything taken away from him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, illegal yeah. cars. Um, I mean, hey, I'm glad NASCAR is actually penalizing yeah. these drivers properly for having illegal cars. I mean, it's not on Christopher Bell. He didn't design the car himself. That's on Joe no. Gibbs. But, you know, Brandon Jones gets fourth because of it. And I'm always happy with another top five for the, that Jones boy. Yeah, let's give a, a quick shout out to our favorite NASCAR driver on this this wholesome podcast. Uh, Brandon Jones, two races this weekend, a second in a, what, fourth now? Fourth fourth now, yeah. It's an average of That's a third an average, place finish. Yeah, it's an average of third place. Brandon Jones, third best driver in NASCAR. Wow. Who would have so ever I, think, I think that deserves Kyle Busch's riding cup. I I mean if if I were Joe Gibbs I would actually fire everyone in Cup and just like make Brandon clone Jones Brandon the only Jones. driver clone yeah. Brandon Jones four times you will f- always have a driver finish second third fourth and fifth every race exactly. <laughs> you know I, I don't I don't see the problem that that wins championships just hey just bank on uh, the guy in first down section exactly <laughs> and like if you get all four Brandon Jones into the championship four Brandon Jones wins the championship Brandon Jones is winning yeah yeah exactly it's perfect. I don't see a problem with that strategy <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> oh man, uh, Ross Chastain finished in eighth. Nice. Yeah, he had Justin job. Haley finished ahead of him. So Justin Haley, better driver. Wow, who knew? Equal equipment, better driver. Confirmed. Uh, I'm Steve, actually happy. That beautiful paint scheme, unfortunately, spun out twice. The big green egg. Yeah, I, my bold prediction of him getting a top five wasn't really yeah. going to happen after that first spin. I was like, well, that's that's unfortunate, but. Yeah. You know, I mean, he he needed to have a good race, and and that's kind of tough to see. But I mean, like Greg Alding and and Jeremy Clements finished better than Chase Chase Briscoe over there. So that's, yeah, that's Briscoe spun out, right? I believe he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I expected so much more of Briscoe in that race because I was like, it's like Holmes said, that's a great style track for him. And he was even when he didn't Briscoe spin didn't, out, he was Br- like Briscoe didn't spin out. Yeah, he did. He didn't. And I'm looking at the cautions. It said seven spin, thirty nine spin, thirty nine spin, fifteen accident. Definitely. I'm I'm that. just going by what I read. I'm going. By I I'm memory. going by my memory, and I remember him oh, getting no, no, off, no. turn far, and spin in front of the the field. <laughs> that is me, okay, though. Man. All right. <laughs> um, for uh, those at home, point, yeah. DM us if I was right. Don't do anything. If, Don't uh, DM Kevin. DM me. My DMs are always open. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine are too, to be honest. Well, we're both single now, so our DMs are always open. That's fair. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going on to trucks now, uh, just I mean, Brett Moffitt legitimately has won a race now this season, so yeah. that's really cool. Even though that I'm, I'm very surprised to see GMS running a very plain paint scheme. 
Yeah, so what they what their strategy was this weekend, so for all the GMS affiliate cars, they ran, like, or at least most of them, they ran white paint schemes to say, because they're good financially, like, they have oh, absolutely. Allegiant, uh, and, yeah. like, a bunch of other companies, but they're like, we would entertain outside help, and if you want to, you know, if you want to sponsor a NASCAR, here's a, a blank canvas, imagine what it's going to be, and then be on Brett Moffitt because he's in victory land so yeah hi like we are rich <laughs> but if you want to give us more money like Let, yep. check out this <laughs> look at this basically how it works yeah Papa Gallagher wow what a what a salesman yeah. I mean I mean it, it hopefully it works because Brett Moffitt looked really good on on Friday night so I mean just able to get the job done there uh what was the situation with austin hill i think they who was you getting in a little spat with there because that was one of the yeah, sorriest uh hand swats i've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, life yeah it was who was was it Infinger? it was probably in i think it was because i know he pissed off another thor sport driver so oh no how i think it was Infinger. yeah uh, austin hill is gonna get jumped outside of his fucking motorhome one of these days yeah he just needs especially just around the thor sport hollers he needs some extra protection yeah um Ben okay, Rhodes, Rand Jones uh, was in the 51, that's right. Ben Rhodes made it about, I don't know, 50 feet? I was going to say, that's, that's a generous number. It looked more like 20, <laughs> honestly. As soon as the green flag went off, it was like the 18 like kind of sputtered, and I was like, oh, so the 18's blowing up already. I was like, oh, wait, that's Ben Rhodes. <laughs> that sucks. Poor Ben, man. He, he deserves it. Yeah. Better. That was... Ugh. I mean, he's their next race is Kentucky, so he's the defending winner there. So I guess that's a positive for him. Yeah, if he's able to get a good race out of that, yeah. then you know, I mean, that'll that'll hopefully counter it a little bit. But that still sucks. You know, you don't want to ha- you don't want to see that happen. Damn, uh, Anthony Alfredo and Dylan Lupton both got top tens. Yeah, Dylan Lupton, that was his first truck start since 2016. And God bless, a, man. To get a top ten, I was like, all right, man. No, that's up. awesome. That's awesome as hell. And Ross Chastain, well, man. 10 points back from 20th. I mean, now he's he's got I think, it. He's, I think he'll like, get there. Is, yeah, I, I think, think they we'll got it. it. There's like, what, five races left before the cutoff? Yeah, I think so. They got Kentucky. He's got it. There's another Michigan. I think there might be another Pocono, Eldora. I, and then... I feel like he could average a 20th place finish every race and still make the chase. I think he has to beat Jennifer Joe Cobb. I think she's in 20th, so I think he can do that. Yeah, she did finish 21st, so I mean... Yeah, oh, okay. no, he, yeah he you gotta be careful. Yeah, gotta be careful there. I mean, like, theoretically, he could wreck out on lap one the next five races. However, comma, I do not expect to see it. No, absolutely not. Uh, shouts out Natalie Decker finished, uh, finished the race. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, almost got her first top 10 in top tier equipment. No, oh. I mean, hey, 14th place finish is good and only finished one lap down. Like, honestly, that's improvement. Like, you, you need those improvement races. <laughs> you need to be able to finish races. Like, And she finished better than guys like Grant Enfinger, Johnny Sauter. Is Johnny Sauter a bum all of a sudden? Johnny Sauter was on, like, six cylinders the entire race. <laughs> hey, man, she still beat him. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Hear it. I mean, I guess. Yeah, she outran Brandon, uh, or not Brandon Jones, Ben Rhodes. So, yeah, I, I actually thirty-two trucks outran Brandon Jones. I'm pretty sure yep. the flagman could have outran Brandon. Yep. Jones. The pace car outran. Pace Brandon car. Pace car ran more Brandon after Jones, that race than Jones. Or yeah, or yeah. Brent, Ben Rhodes. We're we're getting confused with our yeah. with our golden boy here. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, hey, I had a good time at Chicago. I I 
would love to have heard like Alex's point of view from the weekend because I know mm-hmm. it was very hot during the races. But yeah, um, you know, I mean, overall, that was. That I'm was, gonna that say, was a, I'm glad am, that the race didn't disappoint me. I am comfortable saying Chicagoland is the new Auto Club Speedway of the early twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I mean Chicagoland. Not a bad track, but like since what twenty. It's multi-groove, multi-strategy, and it actually, 2010, like, there was tired. Maybe before 2018, since 2010, there was, like, two good races. Like, David Rudiman wiped the field one time somehow. That did happen. He beat then, Jeff Gordon outright. Uh, Kozlowski had that amazing three-wide pass mm-hmm. uh, in 2014. But, like, besides that, that yeah. it's just been kind of like, eh. But ever since they changed it to the summer date, I mean, we've had arguably two race of the years at that track so i mean nbc just loves it they're just even with like the the unfortunate ratings from yesterday after the rain delay it's like shit. Uh, like honestly if you to only go down point two with a three-hour rain delay and like a lot of people on twitter being like oh they ain't gonna get the start of people are like all right let me move on with my day like yeah not bad at all. i i waited very patiently for that race to start and i was not disappointed at all so just a good sunday for racing and i won't take it for granted because i have no idea when we'll have another good sunday like that like those first 11 laps or whatever were phenomenal probably the best start to a race i've seen since uh Watkins won last year when yeah i would have other. been curious i would have been curious to see how uh that race would have played out if it stayed dry the entire time but i'm happy the way it ended so you know yeah really. i think cuz harvick had he was catching Jimmy, and so was Blaney. So there's a lot of things where it's like, oh, but then again, it's like, oh, maybe they would have had problems or whatever. So it's kind of hard to predict. Yeah, I think Ford pretty much had their cars like much better tuned for the um for, for the a, a hot race. Yeah. yeah, but hey, I mean, shouts out Chevy, they got the job done. Bow ties are starting to make the comeback. Yeah, the first Camaro Chevy win for someone not named uh Elliot Chase or Elliot? John. Yeah. Wow, let's never yeah. forget the 2018 Daytona 500 champion. Also. Trust me, I have been trying to forget <laughs> this entire time. Also, we did not say anything. He got the poll and he got a top ten. Pick. Yeah, he got a top ten and he got some stage points and so, in stage two. Out. So I mean, he's he's making a run for it. I mean, you look at the points right now. Let me just take the real quick before we go into our segment. Um, the point standings right now, according to Racing Reference. Uh, so Austin Dillon's not in the top twenty. According to this, yeah, almost, yeah. almost. He's had like it's um, weird because I feel like lately he said really good runs, but he I didn't realize how much of a hole he was in. Boyer is only 15 points ahead of Eric Jones, who, as we've noted multiple times on the show, is about to go on the dumbest hot run of all time. Oh yeah, uh, so Eric Boyer Jones might be fucked. Jump from 17th in points to first. Yeah, Boyer Boyer might be absolutely cooked. Um, and then Stenhouse is pretty much. He is very open that he is going to go full recce spin house. Oh, no, he's, week, yeah, so. he said straight up, I'm going Hail Mary mode, so watch out. No, I'm so excited to watch Ricky Stenhouse. If he wins, that is going to be like, he might just do fucking like uh, Snow Angels on the on the uh, start finish line. If I think loses, I'm going to root for him. I, I'm absolutely rooting for Ricky Stenhouse. That would like be awesome. He, without a doubt, he's the new Jimmy Spencer. He's Mr. Excitement. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Without without being one of the most obnoxious people. Exactly. Yes. That too. Okay. So we're gonna kind of switch gears here. We normally do our segments at the end, but we're gonna go ahead and do a quick little segment. So I was watching the race on Sunday, and I thought to myself, well, you know, like you know, what would these guys do if NASCAR 
didn't exist. If NASCAR, God forbid, like, you know, shut down and there wasn't anything left to do, what would these guys be doing? So I thought to myself, what would be some alternative jobs for these drivers? And I kind of create a list. Kevin has created a list in his head because he forgot. Um, but, you know, I, I just kind of wanted to run. better under pressure last moment. All right. So, like, I know that some of these drivers, like, we probably have similar ones and we can, you know, use the same drivers, not power ranking. So I know both of us have Clint Boyer, correct? Uh, I'm gonna pass on Clint just for, for now. You're gonna pass on Clint? Oh well, I actually like your because I feel yeah, like it's, it's you're definitely obvious. gonna have a better uh, I don't know, better well, my, my one idea for and it. my my thing for him was kind of lame, and I think there's so many there's other people out there that have a better uh, better yeah. I know. But, I think you, know. you said like Clint Boyer could be a farmer, and that's kind of like the most obvious thing. But like for me, I think Clint Boyer could be a fun bartender or bar owner. I think that oh like, for Clint, sure, Clint Boyer as a bartender would be absolutely hilarious. Like whether or not he is drinking with you, it's like if Clint oh, Boyer is able to just tell, if Clint <laughs> Boyer is just able to tell you stories with just his crazy accent, like that. That's that's the type of neighborhood bar I'm trying to go to, and oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Clint Boyer would be much better in like a dive bar than say like a club a club he would be a nightmare i'll be right back okay okay so we were talking so okay now we're back and after all those edits that i've had to figure out so what i was saying was about (laughs) clint boyer was obviously he would be much better in like a dive bar situation than a nightclub clint boyer is not the most cut up person in the world and probably would just end up starting to fight people who would just keep bugging him for drinks. Whereas if oh, he's yeah, a normal sure. bartender at like a smaller bar where he can actually interact with people, I feel like, you know, he's probably getting in less fights. Clint Boyer though, is definitely the type of guy I could see that would take no shit from someone at a bar. Yeah. I Especially like if Clint it's Boyer his. would probably be the person to sock someone straight in the mouth. Um, <laughs> just because so that's a Clint Boyer type of thing. <laughs> yeah. With the helmet on though. With the helmet on. Yeah, absolutely. He would have the hell. He would he would keep the helmet under the bar at all times. Yeah. Like some bartenders keep a shotgun. He has a helmet. <laughs> um, do you have? How about you go? Uh, you got anything that you thought of off the top? Yeah. Of your so, head? so first, uh, I'm gonna go with Paul Menard. Ooh, is he working? Go as one of those uh, British guys who like stand outside the the royal place, the, the guards. <laughs> Wow, that's actually really good. <laughs> Changing of the guard. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know what they're called, the, the official name, but you know what I'm talking about. Like the, yeah, I just call them the lesser king's guard. Yeah, that one. Um, I feel like Paul <laughs> Menard would be a perfect one of those. Oh, yeah, he has no emotion. People could, like, run right up to him. Oh, exactly, like, yeah, yeah. People start like, fucking with him and no one would do anything. Like, he couldn't yeah. do anything. Uh, and, like, the, the greatest thing is he'd be smiling the whole time, but his smile does not show, so. Yeah, exactly. He'd be having the time of his life and no one would even... Yeah, That's a good one. That's a really good one. Shit. I appreciate it. Um, I, I have... told you I'm good with this, man. On the yeah, plot. okay. Yeah. I have uh, Michael Trip as a used car salesman. Yeah, I'd... he could probably sell some cars. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I no, like it's that. just because like, he can absolutely like sell you anything that shit. He tried to sell the chase for years. So <laughs> it's like... He pretty much can sell you like the shittiest vehicle ever, and he's just a fucking character. Like, I'm sure he has those tacky suits still from when he did his Napa commercials and shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like if Michael Waltrip were to do anything not NASCAR, I feel like he could just be a, like even like any type of salesman, but a used car salesman. He seems greasy enough. He seems like he get like his hands dirty with it and make a very shady sale. 
So yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, think... can, I can see that. And, uh, you know, kind of a, uh, a bonus, uh, his brother, Daryl Waltrip for the commercials, just kind of his wacky wild card brother that he says works at the dealership, but absolutely does not. He's not legally allowed there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with like uh, Austin Dillon being a real life GTA character. As in, like, when the new GTA game comes out, they, like, send him everywhere to promote and everything. It's like, oh, your character can look like this with this hairstyle and everything. Look out! Look at how your character can dab. Like, check this exactly. out. Like, wow. I mean, I, I, I kind of see it. Austin Dillon probably would be the model for the next... GTA 6 is going to get announced soon, by the way. So, oh, I mean, that's actually kind of... Yeah, that's actually kind of funny you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Um, I have William Byron as a PacSun employee. All right. um, he just seems like the Cali kid that you know. You're gonna, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to slow down on that one. What is what is Paxson? A Paxson is like a is a like just kind of like the Cali team bro kind of place where like the like kids shop. My friends all shop there, and I had like a bonus like all like an alternative was BJ McLeod at Hot Topic. Okay, I was gonna say so it's like a hot topic, but really California. Kids. It's literally the opposite of Hot Topic. Like instead of everything being dark and brooding, it's nice and colorful and. Yeah, I could see that. You know, fun. Lord Byron. Yeah, Lord Will, Will Byron looks like it. Did you see? I was watching his interview. Poor kid had like really nasty razor burn on his neck. I felt so bad for him. Oh, oh man, poor kid. I, I I think that would be a, a a good spot for Will. You know, he he seems like that could be his first job. Yeah, I, I'd see it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Um, I got a fuck ton, honestly. We got Ricky Stenhouse Jr. as a construction member who's in charge of the wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem is, I, I I feel like if Ricky does it, car, he might develop like a a little bit of a drinking problem there. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, no. But I mean, like, if Ricky is a construction worker, I wouldn't trust him. Like in traffic, or, or what are we talking about? Here? No, I would trust him. He he'd be the demo man, should I say? He'd be the demo man. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I could see Ricky like wanting to do that. That's he, what like, I was destroying to say. shit, anyways. Okay. Exactly. I was gonna yeah. say if he's in charge of that, like, what are we talking about? Like everything's it's gonna be a mess. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um. I had Daniel Suarez as the most obvious MMA fighter. Of all. <laughs> <laughs> what what weight division would he be though? Would he be welterweight? Because <sighs> he's better with the takedowns. I don't think that Suarez could land a punch. I think that he would be takedown king. Yeah, no, I agree. Is that is that what McGregor is? Oh, I I would not want okay. Daniel Suarez to fight McGregor. McGregor retired anyways. I think I think McGregor's done done now. He's got his money. <laughs> Yeah, dude, if you get paid, why do you want to get punched in the face? Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, Daniel uh, well, Suarez. If you're, if you're I'm Durant, his... you, get, you get paid $40 million a year to tear your Achilles. <laughs> He's not even playing next year. Like, that's crazy. I know. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Let him let him rec- recover and get 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 that bag. You know, he's being paid more than Kyrie. Um, <laughs> I, can't really? see, I can't see, like, his uh, height and shit. For some reason, they just don't tell you what... <laughs> like how much he weighs, like his he height. He seems like, like a very five nine, five ten guy. I feel like he's five eight. I feel like we're giving him. T- oh, he's five. He is five nine. He's one hundred sixty six, five nine. So that would probably be like, I guess welterweight. I'm looking right now. <clears throat> Weight classes. Um, I also had um Ryan oh. Blaney and Bubba Wallace as um Let's Play YouTubers. 
Newman? No. What? I, oh, I'm sorry. I said Ryan Blaine. I meant to say Ryan Blaine. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Newman would be the absolute worst left play, but that would actually be funny if Newman because Bubba Bubba's got so much energy and Newman has absolutely none. So it would be perfect. Um, I'm trying to see where these weight classes are. It's featherweight, flyweight, welterweight, lightweight, cruiserweight. What, what does cruiserweight mean? What in the world is this? Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh my goodness, this is confusing as hell. But yeah, uh, Blaney and Bubba would be absolutely electric. Uh, oh, let's that, play. Yeah. I don't know what games they would play though, because Bubba does like the um, the battle royales. And I, I, oh my <laughs> god, yeah, actually, I uh, think I'd, I'd watch the fuck. There needs that. to be a legit, legitimate discussion out there about a off season Mario Kart tournament between NASCAR drivers that is fully broadcasted. I I would absolutely do it. I would be so down to watch that uh, like every week if they were doing that shit. Absolutely. Even just like a once like a Christmas special or something where they all get together and do something. I would watch it. <laughs> That'd mm-hmm. be fun. Um, all right. Oh wow, yeah. So actually, Suarez would be welterweight. It's a um, okay. maximum weight of 170 pounds, and the uh, like some of the fighters who were in there were like GSP, George St Pierre, and. Uh, yeah, that's all they have for me on this website, but at least if, okay, if Daniel Suarez fought George St. Pierre, I think that we could safely say George St. Pierre, like, punches Suarez's head straight off his body. Mm-hmm. I think that if Suarez actually cut weight and everything, he probably would actually be in McGregor's weight class. Yeah. All right, so, so I'm going to go with Matt Tift as a T-Mobile employee at one of their stores. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I've never seen it. It's so accurate. It's so accurate. Get that vibe. Like, I he, hate that. Very nice guy. You walk out of the like, oh hey. Uh, oh hey, how's it going? Here's our different data plans and whatnot. So he's go. already got the phone in his hand waiting to show you what's exactly. up. This is this is the new uh LG uh <laughs> nine cloud plus. I don't know what the fuck yeah, those phones no, are. No, that's about right. Yep. Yeah, sounds correct. Um I had Ryan Newman as a, either a Home Depot employee or as a lumberjack. Um, I'm trying to think. Which one <laughs> you don't I agree like. with that? Trying to, no, I'm trying to think which one I like more. I I could see if if Ryan Newman actually grew a beard, like yeah. he would be like the fat beard, Ronnie man, beard lumberjack, no beard, yeah. Home Depot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or even like a like maybe like even like the Publix manager. Nah, I, I feel like Newman. He's, he's too hardcore for a Publix. You're right. He would be at Win Dixie. What are we talking about? Yeah, exactly. Um, I had one more. I don't know if you want if you had any. Uh, like you go, you go one more, and then I'll get my final one. Um, well, I had like Martin Truex Jr., but it's like it's too obvious to make him a boat salesman at Bass Pro Shops. It's just too obvious. Like I don't know what else like um I had for that. Like he just seems like a, a type of guy that sells like really random shit, like you know boats or like planes or just something. Something just off brand, not like a car. Like he doesn't seem like the type of guy that would do that. Yeah. He's too friendly. He's too All friendly right. to people that he's trying to make sales to. He's a dick to everyone else. I'm gonna go with Land Castle as a runway model. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything for Landon Castle, and now that you say that, I can't believe I didn't even... Okay, well then I got one. Matt Benedetto, he uh works at a sub shop, so there you go. Sub shop, yeah, sub shop. 
We feeling like Subway or No, I'm thinking like okay, there's a place in Fort Lauderdale called La Spada. I'm thinking like something like that. Okay. Even in Jersey Mike's, I don't know. I see him more as like a firehouse type of guy. Lanny Castle would actually be a great runway model now right? that I think about it. He's got that <laughs> he's got that face. Like I could see him just striking like like not even like a Zoolander pose, just something like even more mm-hmm. wacky than that. Yep. He would be a great replacement for Derek Zoolander if they wanted to do a spin-off, <laughs> honestly. Exactly. I'd watch I'd watch that. Oh, I'd watch I can't think of any can't think of any others. I think Bobby Labonte would actually make a good actor in like Marvel movies. He could have been the Hulk. He could have been like Mark Ruffalo's character. Bobby Labonte. Bobby Labonte as as Mark Ruffalo. As I see Hulk. him more as like a shield agent than anything. <laughs> he's the new Philip Coulson. Perfect. He's, he's I, Coulson. You know, you, dude, I love Coulson, so you know. Um, is he alive? Or is uh, if you don't watch Agents of Shield, uh don't want to spoil anything for all you right. it's 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 so good please watch agents of shield i beg you it's all like right. all on netflix i think or hulu um i don't really have anything else like uh driver wise i'm trying to think off the top of my head i think that um who is it was it no not donald hoots would be a great a uh uh air traffic controller oh yeah hoots would be incredible at that job i feel like he's probably that's what he's doing probably right now i don't know God, he's in... the uh, like the, the NASCAR heat broadcast. He was. Or maybe I don't Island know. I know that Rick Allen was the was the spotter, which was weird. No way. Yeah, I think that. He... <coughs> Hold on one second. If you um download like this mod in NASCAR Heat Two, I think that Rick Allen could have been your spotter. That is fantastic. Yeah, but he doesn't say any of the fun things like you know implications, adversity. Yeah, he awesome. doesn't. He doesn't say anyone going around. Like it's just he, he's just telling me on my outside, but like in like Rick Allen voice. Actually, uh, I think I ch- I chose him as my spotter to be honest. Like his voice is like when he's not freaking out, it's kind of soothing. And uh, NBC, I I as NBC came back, it was like I feel like every single announcer has a frog in their throat, but I'm okay <laughs> with it because Junior clears everything up for me. Rick did really good yesterday. Rick is Rick is Rick. Either you love him or you hate him, and for me, it's like I, he gets annoying, but I can, I can deal with him over Daryl Walter many days. Like week. he, he added his little adversity thing at the end because, of course, he's like, yeah, Bowman was in some like sprint car accident ten years ago, and he. Oh yeah, but not, like, not, you know, right, that's that's the Rick Allen signature touch. I'm I'm fine with that, but like he wasn't like side by side down the back stretch or all that. Yeah, stuff. to be fair, the call was actually very clean because he made that that point before Bowman even reached turn three instead of where Mike Joy seems to be doing it as he's crossing the line. Yeah. Um I'm sorry, Adam Alexander. Um like oh, yeah. I I don't have a problem with um with Rick Allen as much as I used to, but like, you know, it was a clean it was a cleaner call. It seems that like he's been getting progressively a little bit better. So you know, the improvements there. He is definitely self aware. Yeah. Um you know, whether or not he uses that for good is up to him. Yeah. So you want to preview Daytona? I would love to preview Daytona. All right. So there are going <laughs> to be 39 cars, I'm sure, in the field. They haven't announced um, the lineup, but all 39 cars could win it. There, there's my preview. Wait, is there an entry list out? No, there. the entry list is probably out tomorrow. Okay. I'm but checking might, right now. It might be a full field because I feel like Daytona and the Super Speedway is... I have heard rumors that the 62 will return. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely back. Um, so that's thirty seven. Uh, the twenty seven will definitely be there. The ninety six yeah. is what I'm curious if the comes. Through. I don't know if Parker. I don't remember. It probably Parker wouldn't even be anything. Parker. It could be DJ. Nah, I think they're done with DJ. 
Uh, they're just like see you later, DJ. Well, actually, maybe Parker time. Um, what is this race called? The Co- it's not the Coke Zero Four Hundred. Still, the Coke it? Zero Sugar. Oh, geez, they're letting us know there's absolutely zero zero sugar. Yes. See, as compared to like the Coke Zero Flavor Four Hundred, the Coca Cola Orange Vanilla Four Hundred presented by no. Ugh. Uh, oranges. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> presented by Tropicana. We literally yeah, yeah, just yeah, took yeah. Tropicana and syrup and put it into a Coca-Cola. That's actually the worst. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life now that I said <laughs> that out loud. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Um, I mean, I'm just curious to see they do get 40 cars, but, you know, anyone can win, even Ross Chastain, I guess. Oh, yeah. Dude, with this new package, too, like, racing's going to be so good. Oh yeah, I'm very very excited. I mean, after it's, it's after the, the Talladega race, they, you yeah, know, they're going to get very Davis, racy, so. and you know that there's going to be no room for them to go, and they're no. going to start. They're going to start going nuts. Oh fuck! Is this the 2018? Yes, the 2018. Because Jamie McMurray was the first thing to pop up. I am expecting yes. 100% a total wreck fest. Me too. Just because. Uh, me too. I mean, like, after the last speed year, these cars are going the runs, the little room at Daytona compared to tell. Yeah, compared to Talladega, it just and Stenhouse and Hail Mary mode. That's a that's mm-hmm. a recipe for yeah. Stenhouse is gonna worry me a little Not bit. Even of... Just Stenhouse, like everyone who's I'd say outside of the top twenty ish in points, maybe Austin Dillon. Not mm-hmm. him, Austin but like Dillon. everyone else is like, this is our only other shot to win. You really yeah. can't count out other drivers who have recently had success too at um restricted place. First of all. Um, a name that a lot of people really kind of like throw under the the radar and honestly should be looked at. Chris Busher, like this is a race that I think Chris Busher might show up for and like really try and go for that win. He's twenty third in points, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely needs a win to get in the playoffs. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Priest too. I mean, I don't think Priest is as good as Busher, but I mean, Busher finished like he had a good finish at Daytona, did he not? Um. Yeah, Busher finishing like third, or not third. Uh. <laughs> Hello, can I please look up stats? I'll get to my, I'll get to my dark horse pick a little later on. So I'm not gonna. Do you? Anything. So you you're expecting a rain fest then? Oh, 100. Okay. Do you think that uh it'll come early or late in the race? Why is this not working? The biggest one. Yeah. Hmm. Like the one that's gonna just take everyone out. Um, good. I'm thinking point. this could happen early. Honestly, I'm feeling it. Like, like they're just how, gonna be getting racy. You know how Talladega had that like medium sized one on lap ten. <laughs> oh a, yeah, with um Bubba. Bubba. Yeah. I think we're gonna have like something like that early on, and then they're not gonna wait until six to go to wreck again. I think they'll have like. I think they'll be staged. Stage two will be clean, but then early stage three is when everyone will be like, all right, we need to make our way up to the front. That's where it's going to get crazy, and I think guaranteed overtime. I'd say like odds of having an overtime are 99%. (laughs) Oh, for sure. If enough cars are running at the end to formulate a wreck, because it will happen. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Chris Buescher actually got taken out early in the... um, Or he was was taken out in the big one in lap 190. Yeah, Yeah. um, it it was Priest I was thinking of. So, yeah, so swap what I said. It's it. I'm more looking at Ryan Priest now to uh, maybe sneak his way into that top five late race mm-hmm. if he survives all the wrecks. Yeah. Um, 
God, watch, watch the race end up being like uh, the Xfinity series at Daytona where everyone's just like, I don't want to make a move. You shut that mouth of your No, there's no fucking way, honestly. With, With the, the fact, fact that you the last. No, and the like, fact it's that literally like, this like, is the last wild card race, you have to go for it. Yeah, no, like the reason Daytona looked what it did in the Xfinity series is because with that package they run, they're so loose. And mm-hmm. going up to the wall gives you an extra, uh, it gives you more downpour. So it's like, <laughs> it's it's a penalty, especially when everyone gets single file. It's a penalty to run, um, to try to pass someone if none of people go with you. Whereas with this package, it's you can get the run so easily, and you don't have to worry about spinning out if you duck out. I'm gonna. Be, I'm just really intrigued to see what the, the the second these drivers start shooting gaps, like what happens. Like, I mean, I I really hope they don't have an early race accident, but I feel like someone's gonna make a block, and it's just gonna be the incorrect block. So it's gonna be like last year's where Byron kind of yeah made a block, and then Stenhouse uh, didn't check up in time. Well, I, okay, no so... one should block Stenhouse. I think that if Stenhouse <laughs> is coming, let him go. Just let him I go. Think... Deal with him in the last 20 laps, but just if he wants to lead, let him have the lead. He's not running away from you guys. Like he's that, not gonna take a 20 second lead. So the big one last year, I think that wasn't Stenhouse's fault. Where like Byron blocked because Lowski had to check up. Well, you I, might like, check outside your window. There's probably like people rioting already. Uh, I don't see one right now. Maybe they're Stenhouse, right. Stenhouse is just like it was public enemy number one after the last. Oh, year. he was. But no, that, that second one where he got the Kyle Bush, that was 100 percent on him. Yeah, absolutely. He admitted that. But, like, I don't know. The first one, I'll let him slide. But, like, Daytona this year, he shot a gap that, like, I mean, in a way, it was go time. So I feel like he could have waited. But at the same time, um, so know. you're talking about the incident with Jamie Matt Bush? Uh, uh, no, that was that was 100% Kurt Bush. Kurt Bush cut in front of his nose. I was watching that because that, so when I was there, I was, you know, how at um, races, there's always one person, like, stick their finger up and it's like oh look at that and everyone's like what the hell is that guy doing yeah yeah so that yeah, was yeah. me in a suite with like marcus smith and everyone mm-hmm. um, yeah you told me about that and everyone's like what the hell and i was like no they're wrecking they're like oh sure enough <laughs> so no i saw that thing the hallway kurt bush was like i want to get clear on and uh, let me just cut down this then house was like ah nope i got position bud and oh, yeah. i so, really yeah. wish i was in a booth with uh some cool guys instead of just having to sit right next to the catch fence. <laughs> I honestly would have rather sat next to the catch fence. <laughs> okay, well, uh, well, Mister Spoiled over here. Never mind then. Just because in the in the booth it was suppressed, like the sound. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. you really don't want your eardrums getting blown out. In no, the, I do. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't that's, just that's let you out right. to like go check out. Like, no, we did. Like, no, we could go down, but like, I mean, it was. View I mean, it's and a like, sweet dude. Exactly. Sweet. Like, what they are have, you talking about here? They have this one thing there. I think it's the Rolex 24 Lounge where there's outside seating, but you can also hop back in the like covered area and get to uh, that. Like, that type is. Sweet if you're gonna go big, that's the way to do it. Like yeah. our place only had covered. It was like suppressed. So my thing is with a suite, I don't think you can bring your own alcohol into that. Uh, yeah, I doubt that's, it. That's yeah, that's my biggest problem. If I can't drink my cheap ass beer, then what am I doing? <laughs> see you later um yeah. all right so you want to make some picks here even though like picks at daytona picks. are just absolutely point and i'm gonna go although i, I got chase elliott right last time so that's right 
That's right. I'm going to go with Ryan Priest as my dark horse. Yeah, well. I I literally should have just said Chris Buescher and just kept it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, so he yeah, finished seventh at Daytona, but he also got finished third at Talladega. Mm-hmm. So, like, average top five finish, and I know he's yeah. young, but that, that 47 car, like, even when Dinger was driving it, seemed always, if he didn't end up on his roof, seemed always being no, those at the end. Those JTG cars are very good at restrictor plates. I don't, plate, know, so I don't know how they do it. Recently but... has nowhere to go but up. So, I mean, you know, yeah. second or first form. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to go with the, the most obvious pick of all time. I'm going with DiBenedetto, baby. This guy. I mean, come on. Like, what are we point. talking about? I mean, I'm not like, going to fault you for going with the guy who led the most laps. At exactly. Exactly. All yeah. he, like, he knows how to get around it. Like, like he's so much more confident than 95 and like Toyota runs very well when they're all grouped together. So if Joe Gibbs is running up front, I'm sure that De Benedetto is going to be right there with them. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, okay. So for my, uh, sleeper pick, um, you know, honestly, it's kind of tough to make a good sleeper pick at a restrictor plate. Cause like there's so many different drivers that need to have wins here, but you know, it's not just the drivers that are outside of the chase. It's the drivers that are inside the chase so they can feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And there's a driver in the chase that really, you know, he hasn't won in a long time. And I think this weekend that, you know, we have starting to see him getting back to his form. I think Jimmy Johnson, you bastard. Um, that was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jimmy is, I think Jimmy, like, I don't like Jimmy Johnson. I've been very open about my disdain for him, but I mean, dude, you can't deny that he's one of the greatest drivers of all time. And he's got like, God, I'm going to pull this out of my ass. Four wins at Daytona. Let's see. He won. He won 2006. Two 500s. And then. Uh, and he has a summer race in 2013. Yeah. Did he win a second summer race? I feel like he did at some point. Yeah, I could I know I mean, what feel like if racing reference starts working again. I could check that out. It's, it's acting funky on my end. It's not letting me look up proper stats here. I feel like he won like I don't know, 2007 or something. I need to see like active drivers. St- oh wait, no, I can do that this week because they. Uh, okay, go with your sleeper. I'm still looking up a stat right now. All right, my sleeper is. All right, you're right. Racing reference is not working. Um, yeah, racing reference is acting dumb right now. Well, it was going to be Jimmy Johnson. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to say in yep, the well. Chevy camp, just because. They did a very good job at Talladega with this package, and they kind of had a new philosophy as we all got to stick together. Whereas mm-hmm. Ford, you really didn't see that with like Mike McDowell at Daytona doing this thing, and then Toyota mm-hmm. just is limited because they have so few cars, even though they finished one, two, three at the <laughs> Daytona 500. But that was before Chevy got their shit together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm gonna go with the guy. Who's had success at Daytona before? Not a lot. Who has been there the last couple of years? You know, Kurt Busch. Okay, I mean, no, that's actually a good pick. I mean, dude, recently won the the five hundred. You know, if he doesn't have that incident during um, this year's five hundred, probably is in contention. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I feel like we didn't get to see his true form at Daytona. Plus. That's another guy in the chase that would probably be feel mm-hmm. more secure with his position with the win. I think he has the most points outside of Harvick, as far <laughs> yeah. as drivers. I, I think in, he's but like 
good on points, but that extra thing where it's like, I mean, you never know how many winners. You never know how many. Exactly. So that's not a bad pick, honestly. I do like Kurt Busch for for this race. I think that uh, you know, and we've seen Ganassi have success at Daytona before with uh, Jamie McMurray. And Kyle Larson has shown good speed there. So, I mean, what, what are you laughing for? McMurray won a 500. I didn't laugh. I was saying, mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you were laughing. I don't, don't know. Don't insult my boy Jamie McMurray. <laughs> um, all right. So, who's your favorite, then? Who Who's actually going to win? Favorite. Man, it's like, it's so hard not to pick a Penske guy. Right. That's what I'm thinking. But Ford has not shown the same speed and dominance I feel like at, at Daytona and Talladega recently since they changed packages. I'm going <laughs> to go with just because the 1-4 guy that has been top 5 in both races uh, this year so far through stricter play tracks or super speedway should I say. Um, I'm going to have to go with Joey Logano. That's fair. I mean he probably he, could have It's a won. cheat code. Daytona if McDowell went with him. Um That's why I was so happy McDowell did not go with him. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean it was cool to see Denny win after JD's passing. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I'm a Denny guy, so and then Talladega, he was up there all day, finished fourth, I want to say. So sure. Yeah, so he was two four. He also four, has TJ Majors, so I mean that also exactly. really and like, really helps. The way TJ was calling practice Saturday was like it was at a bang restrictor play track. Yeah, definitely fresh. I mean, he's had great runs lately. Like obviously dominated in Michigan, where that's drafting. Um, started in Chicago, so that's kind of drafting. Um, yeah, Logano is one of the better restrictor play yeah. drivers of our generation. Like he he's has the potential of being like the next Dale Earnhardt Jr. Pretty much, with just dominating these races. Doesn't hurt that you have juniors spotter. So I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's learned the tools of the trade. Yeah. So I really want to take a Ford, but I don't trust Ford right now. Ford has to prove it to me. Like, oh man, I don't really know who to pick my favorite because it's just like ridiculous if I pick Kyle Busch. Like so I won't. I don't know. Kyle's like obviously finished second at Daytona, but he doesn't jump oh, he out. Wins, to me. He, like... Yeah, but he wins the July races. He never wins the five hundred. He's won one July race. <laughs> yeah, he would have won two if Tony Stewart didn't try to put no. him in the cash fence. Well, he should have blocked. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm going to go against my better judgment. I'm going to pick Ryan Blaney to win. All right. <laughs> That's fair. Like, we literally said we don't want to pick Penske cars. We both pick Penske yep. cars. Yep. I don't, I don't know. Ryan Blaney got to have his like has got to just catch a break at a restrictor plate track sooner or later sooner or later sooner or later ryan blaney is going to catch a break and i think that's going to happen this weekend i think that blaney is is probably like i mean logano's the better penske driver at daytona blaney is like the wild card you have no idea if he's actually going to uh finish the race run out of gas or straight up crash on lot five so we'll see what happens with them again this all depends on where they are in relation to ricky stenhouse because i think we both agree ricky is probably the guy who's gonna win this race right oh yeah like i was gonna like i didn't want to be uh so sleeper yeah. ricky stenhouse like stenhouse is either gonna win or crash there's no one between yes absolutely race. and it's gonna be uh, that's what i'm mostly watching the race for like obviously love daytona but i mean 
I'm just wanting to see what Ricky does. Ricky oh, is yeah. must watch television next weekend. So yeah, like I'm going to I'm going to Alabama um, for Fourth of July, and I'll be up there all weekend. And I told my parents I was like, I don't know what our itinerary is, but I am not doing anything Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, no Saturday night for me. It's like if my friends are doing anything, it's like, well, we can right, do fellas. something. But this is the most exciting race of the year, and I'm not fucking missing it for yeah. the world. <laughs> Like Fourth of July lands on a Thursday this year, so happy birthday, America! Shout uh, shouts out the United States. You know the 1776 national champions. We are we are the champs, two time or back to back. Yeah, back to back World War champions. Uh, Vietnam never happened. So it's Undefeated in Super Bowl. Uh, yes, we've never lost a Super Bowl to Canada, so that's huge. Uh, never had a Daytona five champion. Oh wait, no, just kidding. <laughs> Andretti? Mar- Mario Andretti. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. So we've almost we've almost swept the um the Daytona 500. But hey, no, uh, und- undefeated, undefeated in Robo victories. Yes, undefeated Robo victories and Brickyards. So we got that going for us. Okay, cool. Um, what else we got? Uh, you know, we got we got the home of McDonald's. So Birth that's Tom Brady. Good. Okay, if you if you like Tom Brady, that's cool too, I guess. <laughs> um, Birthplace of the greatest NASCAR podcast on the planet. So hey, true. we got that going for us. Uh, number, number, number one in the state, we we technically are the number one NASCAR podcast in Florida. So give a round of applause to ourselves. We 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 managed to get the most listens in Florida, uh, according out. to my my. Uh, algorithm i created on my own that has nothing to do with just helping our stats birthplace of <laughs> in and out burger chick-fil-a um yeah like i would like to see other countries chick-fil-a they they would never be able to what's the, like, like what the hell did italy invent pizza or something like they didn't now. even invent spaghetti that was the chinese like, get out of here is that actually uh i watched a movie <laughs> last night that said that and i've heard that <laughs> multiple times it's I'm not Dude, gonna I disagree. Noodles, but... I think noodles were actually created by the Chinese. So, okay. I mean, I don't think that's incorrect. I'm trying to see no, the odds sounds, for this week. Sounds right. Yeah. Rounding out the field, what do we? What else we got? I know that um on this day, uh, 15 years ago was the Tony Stewart Casey Kane Chicago Land Race. Oh. Yeah. So happy 15th anniversary! One of the angriest moments of my childhood. Uh, Adam Stern literally just tweeted out Haley Deegan could make her national NASCAR series debut next year by running some Gander outdoor truck series races next year. Yeah. Oh man. I was really hoping she would get that. like started Eldora. I was really yeah, hoping was for sweet. it. I feel like it's oh, good that they're not going to rush her. Yeah. We didn't um, mention that Krauss won the um, oh, yes. Canaan race. So Shout shouts out. out Krauss. Um, Mercedes is minus twenty thousand to win the constructors championship in Formula One. You want to take those odds? <laughs> Wait, so like you can actually bet on that? Yeah, you can bet on anything. I can bet on politics on so I don't... No, I mean like so if I how does so if they're minus twenty thousand right now, if I bet a thousand dollars on them, how much would I win? Probably twenty bucks. But I get my thousand back as well? Yeah, well you get a oh. thousand and twenty bucks. That's easy money. Oh, yes. Of course, it's easy money if you're like me and you, you suck at this. There's no NASCAR gambling on this website that I use anymore. That is, I'm probably going to stop using this website. Yeah, well, That's 
I'm not going to give them free advertising because yeah, I, I was about to ask what's the name, but no, we don't even care about. It. No, we don't even care anymore. Like no, NASCAR betting odds. Let's, I, I'm kind of curious to see what these odds are. Here we go, Vegas Insider. Um, did I see anything good going on on Reddit lately? Joe Logano uh, won his first race ten years ago. Wow, really? Yeah. Holy crap! It's I mean, it, it wasn't even really a win. That was just Greg Zipidelli saying, "Stay out, yep, don't pit, you idiot," which um, is always the best approach when the rain comes. NBC killed um, it as usual. So, yeah, and uh, we we kind of pretty much already t- touched on that. I mean, I'm just happy. I didn't realize though that Dale Jr. is not in the same booth as Rick Allen. I thought they were right next to each other. No, it changes. Uh, they change it by race. Okay. Yeah. Um. The Xfinity entry list this week is probably going to have, like, 45 cars. Good, good. <laughs> like, Colin's bringing three cars. Um, Hattori Racing is bringing a car. Where are you seeing this? Uh, I have it in my head. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. oh, Hattori Racing is making their debut at 61, right? Yep. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Who's their driver, Austin Hill? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's he going to slop this time, I wonder? Hey, he's undefeated at Daytona. That's true. Okay. Well, we've already got our Xfinity Series winner. So it's Xfinity this weekend, NASCAR. I don't think Formula One's this weekend. No, I think they're off. No IndyCar either. No IndyCar. IndyCar is at Toronto middle of the uh, middle of the month. Okay. Uh, I, it was kind of cool. So I went to a local dirt track about a year ago at this time. Um, in Tampa, it's called... It's called... <laughs> Oh, I can't remember. Um, yeah, they don't have odds yet for Daytona. It's in Tampa. It's in East Bay, East Bay Raceway Park. Of course, so sure. There, and their uh, schedule, at least for 2018, like every Saturday night they had racing mm. going on, but they were like, for the July weekend, we have off because it's Daytona. And I was like, that's a really cool thing for them to do to, you know, get more people out to. Big track, more people to watch at home because it's really a Florida holiday if you think about mm-hmm. it. And it ends this year. Yeah. But that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. I feel like starting to set in a little bit now as like dang, next year at this time we're gonna be looking forward to Indy instead of Daytona. Yeah, that is kind of weird that we're gonna have Indy like right now. Like I do love Daytona being fourth of July weekend. It just like, feels I feel so like right. This time next year, I'm gonna be like, dang, I wish it was Daytona. But then it's gonna be so fucking hectic though next year. But then, at, being but the then at Indy off. time this year, Daytona next year, I'm gonna be like, dang, I'm really glad it's Daytona. So it's, it's yeah, it yeah. has its pros and its cons. I guess yeah. like it is gonna be weird having two restrictor play tracks so close to each other, like having to go so long without a crazy ass race. Like yeah, that. I feel like next year that like the final, what's the final like twelve races. Let me let me read out. I think it goes. Watkins Glen, Daytona, Darlington, Bristol, Roval, Talladega, all within like a seven or eight race stretch. Not in that order, but mostly in that order. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was um, reading something. That's no, um, I was trying to figure out what would happen to my recording there. The The schedule next year is just going to be that's, crazy. The, 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 the changes that happened are, are going to be so interesting and also so confusing at first because like you said it's going to feel like 
like Daytona week and you just know like, oh, it's Indy and then a two week hiatus and then NASCAR for the rest of the season. Yeah, I feel like next next year during this time is either going to be depending on package for next year, if they can fix Pocono because it goes NBC, I think, starts with Chicago and then it goes Mm -hmm. to Pocono doubleheader, then to Indy, then to Kentucky, then to New Hampshire, then to Michigan. And like. Based on what we've seen lately, that is a that is a not a. uh, Yeah, the two week break is after. Yeah, they are going to really struggle with ratings with those races. Uh, But then once once you get past that hump, you got. Watkins Glen, Dover, Daytona, Darlington, Richmond, Vegas, which has been good in the the fall now, Talladega, and then the Roval. Isn't Vegas going to be a night race during the fall now? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, yeah, be, I guess gonna, like, they'll be they'll be fine if they can get first through that first gauntlet. They'll the rest of the schedule yeah. is just like easy pickings for the rest. I guess of the technically season. it's like we a can get trans- ratings over. It's a transition race because Bristol starts or Vegas will start. It's starting this year. It's like a seven. 30 start time but it's on a sunday so it's kind of weird i don't really have a problem with that people no, who have like problems it. with like night races on sundays or just you know the people who go to the tracks i guess so which I makes sense N- like yeah for you know, NFL, we do have real jobs yeah for uh for nfl or at least that time of year you won't have to deal with going against college football plus yeah that's true you only really but, have one other um sporting event going on at that time sunday which night would football. be sunday night football which obviously i don't really watch Sunday Night Football. If I love Sunday up. Night Football, but I will prioritize a race over Sunday Night Football. And Absolutely, like, yeah. I mean, If you don't like football, and it's not like... Because there, there's a lot of crossover. If it's, if it's not your team playing, it's really, oh, hey, the race is on. And it's better than like... Yeah, a, exactly. If you're a even, fan, if my, even if and, my team's playing, the Dolphins are atrocious. I don't watch that. <laughs> like, if I'm a Bucs fan, especially when I'm back at home, if there's a race on and a bus game at the same time, it's always like we're flipping back and forth. I'm like, dang, I wish we could just watch the race the whole time now. It's like, well, with Vegas, unless the Bucks are on Sunday Night Football, which they are not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think they yeah. want to have that in Barry. Actually, let me look at the NFL schedule since we're talking about this, see who's playing. You know what I, I just realized? This is going to be the first Daytona race without Nolan. Very sad. First Daytona race without what? Nolan, because he was like there for the first one. Oh, that is true. He was actually like me and him did an episode together, uh, in the beginning because you were you weren't back from Daytona yet. It's yeah. the only episode where it's the only episode you haven't been on. I think besides like the one yeah, where I my, think that was uh, the one. my big came on. Christ, this, this year twenty nine. Well, at least the Dolphins can't be on national television. I know there's no exactly. All right, probably so... like Patriots Dolphins. Just the Vegas race will go against Eagles Falcons. Okay, so if you're not a fan Ooh, of birds, that's actually a good game, though. If you're not a fan of birds, you're good. All right. Well, shit, I actually, that would be a very, very good game. And knowing how I draft my fantasy team, I will probably have multiple players yeah. playing that night. So I'll just do the classic two TV approach that I do every Sunday uh-huh. during football season. Yeah. All right. Well, move it along here. I just had to switch rooms real quick. Um, happy second half of the year, everyone. Hey, you have a yeah, happy, very good rest of 2019. Yeah. Happy second half of the year. Happy uh, return for NBC. And, you know, I just. I'm ready for Daytona. I'm ready for a shit fest. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. If I do go up to Daytona, I'll post it on the Twitter. Um, make sure to follow. 
LTLN podcast. You can follow me at NAYS underscore Anthony. And you can follow Kevin at uh, KJCOS99. There we go. Wow, look at that. I'm remembering it all of a sudden. So, yeah, if you know any of the many listeners that we have want to, you know, meet and greet, you know, just DM us and I'll tell you where we're at. You know, come grab a beer. I mean, Kevin won't be there, but, you know, I'll, I'll be there. Hopefully. I'll be there in spirit. Yes, Kevin will be there in spirit. And, you know, hopefully I'll get to actually meet Alex. That would be really nice. But Alex will probably be busy all weekend. <laughs> I'm looking at the, uh, still at the Adam Hill schedule up. So that Monday night football game, so right after, it's Browns versus Jets. How did that get a Monday night game? <laughs> what are you talking about? How did the Browns Jets get a Monday night football game? Okay, I guess the Browns, like, how did the Jets? Le- they have Le'Veon Bell now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I, I, I think Sam Darnold's not that bad. Sam Darnold's not that bad. I mean, Sorry, my, my brain is just so used to both of those teams sucking. No, that's true. If it, this was like a Johnny Manziel uh, name, uh, Mark Sanchez game, like get out of here. I would not. I would not watch that for anything. Little Marky Mark. I'm a bandwagon Browns fan now. The Dolphins have disappointed me for 16 straight years. All right, that's enough football talk from me. I think that we'll catch you guys next week. I've been Anthony. And I've been Kevin. We'll catch you guys after Daytona. Have fun. Love you guys. Sometimes I'm thinking God made me special here on purpose So all the while till I'm gone make my words important So if I slip away, if I die today The last thing you remember won't be about some apple bottom jeans With the boots, with the fur Maybe how I dream of being free since my birth Curse, but the demons I confronted with the spurs, spurs. Have you ever heard of some shit so real? From the heart, from the soul, you can feel And if I die